The Retro Lounge is a look back into the archives of the Recruiters Lounge podcast with Jim Stroud and Karen Matinen. The Recruiters Lounge podcast posted weekly between the years of 2005 and 2010. With energy, wit, and opposite points of view, <laughs> Jim Stroud and Karen Madden discussed, debated, and squabbled like children over HR issues that affected the workplace and society overall for the benefit of all who would listen. This episode of the Recruiter's Lounge originally aired November 21st, 2006. The original title was Podcast, James Bond and Recruiting in the UK. And this was the original description. Uh, Jim Stroud and Louise Triance have a love fest discussing James Bond, recruiting in the UK, and a certain fetish Jim has. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what we said then. Uh, but whatever we said, we said it way back on November 21st, 2006. Find out for yourself what Louise and I was talking about after this word from my sponsor. Do you love four-letter words? Who doesn't? And then you mix recruiting news and insights in with those four-letter words. I'm Cheese. And I'm Chad. And we are the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. We, we out. out. Trying something new this time with the Recruiters Lounge by stepping outside the borders of the United States and traveling abroad um, by podcast to see what's it like to recruit around the world. Uh, the first podcast of, uh, of two, so I guess it's sort of like a part one, uh, I talked to um, a good friend of mine over in the UK, Louise Triance. Now, because of the new technology I'm using and sort of experimenting, the quality dropped off just a hair, um, well, actually more than a hair. But um, it, it, I really wanted to post this, and Louise was such a trooper in uh, bearing uh, with me and getting through some of the technical difficulties that I still wanted to air it. Um, but she has assured me that she will uh, speak with me again in the very near future, maybe even being a regular. So you will hear from her again, and the second time you hear from her on the Recruiter's Lounge, the podcast will be a lot, uh, lot clearer. Um, so if you would, please bear with me as... Um, I air here part one of my um, Recruiting Around the World series. You're in the Recruiter's Lounge once again with your host, Jim Stroud. And with me is a very special guest, which I'll get to in just a moment. But I just want to say first that James Bond is coming out. Yes, I'm a huge James Bond fan. I got a new Bond guy out now. Not really sure I agree with the choice of Bond, but uh, I am going to see the movie because I am a, a devoted Bond fan. Now, I was talking with some friends of mine about the new James Bond movie, and we were sort of going back and forth on, uh, is this a good guy to play Bond? Is he not? And I'm thinking to myself, well, we're all Americans, and, and Bond is, of course, British. So why don't I just go to the source and talk to one of my good friends across the pond, Louise Trant, uh of the UK Recruiter, uh, and I'm going to welcome her right now to the Recruiter's Lounge. Louise, how are you? Hi, Jim. I'm fine, thanks. Uh, on this very riveting subject of James Bond, <laughs> How are you feeling about the choice of Bond is out there? Are you a Bond fan? I am actually, yeah. I love absolutely love Piers Brosnan. So I was very, very disappointed to find that he was no longer going to be Bond. And I don't really have a strong opinion on this new guy. Um, I read something which he said, which was that he was totally aware that everyone hated him, um, <laughs> but he hoped that... Um, as Bond, as an individual. Right. Um, and that hoped that he would prove be worthy of the title, so I think he probably will. Uh, the, the jury's still out. You know, I would have picked Hugh Jackman. He's the guy to play Wolverine in X-Men. Yeah, I think he's a good choice. Yeah, I think he's a good choice. Um, I think he's a good choice. Um, I think he's a good cho
someone they would prefer to take someone who's already based in the UK because it's just easier all around. And I think that um, there's still a bit of work to be done around around visas and about bringing people into abroad. I think that that you know the UK is well, <laughs> England is an island, um, and there's a perhaps a temptation just to stick within what we already know. And quite a lot of recruiting firms, the, the, the smaller ones or the um, you know not the very senior level ones, will only operate within the UK. So they don't have any clients outside the UK. Um, and, and perhaps for them it's probably more tempting and easier to stick within the UK in order to recruit. So does um, they, just stay, they just stick with their own, uh, they just stay in England? That doesn't uh, cut their profits or they have enough business that it doesn't matter? I don't know. I think I think more senior level people, you you need to expand the area geographically in which you're recruiting, and more and more of the senior firms be part of international networks now. So even if they don't feel they have the confidence to recruit abroad, and they don't necessarily understand some of the legal issues in other countries, um, they they're part of the network which does. Because it's not just about getting candidates to apply for jobs. If you're if you're doing a search and you're searching in some European countries, it's illegal to even phone a candidate at work and pitch them for a job. It's you know classed as cold calling. So there are certain rules and regulations which apply if you're even if you're recruiting within like from within the UK but for someone who's based outside. Okay. Okay. Now here in the States we, we, we debate often about um well not necessarily debate but speculate a lot about what we're calling the war for talent. We're, we're looking around and we're saying um, baby boomers will be retiring soon and there's a need for engineers and there's a need for this and that and the other, but people are just not out there in the numbers that they used to be. Uh, are you having a war for talent over in the UK as well? Oh yeah, definitely. I think so. I think, I think more and more we're talking about a candidate-driven market um, and the fact that actually that doesn't make us on where geographically you recruit as well. And I think that recruiters are becoming more attuned to that and realising they have to help to educate their clients in order to get the right person for their business in order to help them to recruit. So they're having to help clients, you know, when there are candidates in process to make their, their, their brand, their employer brand more appealing. But they're also having to look and recruit in different ways than traditionally they would have to do. So it's no longer enough to you know, pop an advert in the Sunday Times and see the set of response come in, they have to do more proactive sourcing, um, more time spent contacting past candidates than perhaps traditionally they would have done. And I think what that's led to is more agencies as opposed to consultancies and having to ha tackle some of the headhunting type activities which traditionally they just would not have done. And even, even agencies who only work on a contingency basis, finding that they're having to engaged in some of these sort of activities and things that they didn't previously have done. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm wondering too also now, I know you have a blog, uh, but I also noticed that there aren't too many um, recruiting blogs over there as there are over here in the States. Like over here, we have tons of rec tons of recruiting blogs. Uh, but over there, it seems to be sort of a new phenomenon. Is that true? I think so. I think that of the blogs I read from the UK, there's not one single one written by an actual recruiter. I probably only read five or six, and they're all people who are tied to the industry. So, you know, guy works for a software company which provides uh, software to recruiters, somebody who works for a media agency. It's those sort of people who are, who are writing the blog. 
I have looked around. I don't think I've actually found a blog written by a recruitment consultant yet, um, and even blogs written by candidates, you know, potential candidates. It, it's still a growing market over here in the UK. So I think that recruiters probably aren't sourcing candidates through their blogs to any great extent. And I guess that perhaps they haven't yet caught on to what a fantastic opportunity it is for them to grow their brand as a recruitment consultancy and to um, add stickiness to, to, to what they're doing. Okay, very good. Now, I know you have another appointment, so I'm, I'm going to let you go here. But what I want to do, if, if, if you would just indulge me just a moment, because I, I, don't, I don't speak to too many English-speaking uh, uh, people uh, that often, well, from London, let me just put it that way. <laughs> and I have um, I have someone of a Bond fantasy here that I want to play out with you. Because you have this London accent, it will really, really sound cool. So I'm going to pretend like I'm James Bond, and then I'm here to see uh, somebody, um, I don't know, in the office. So um, pretend I turn you to receptionist, and I, and I just walked in, in the room. I'm not sure I can do this with you. The most bizarre thing ever. And also, <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a London accent. I come from Manchester. Manchester. I'm more like, I'm more like Daphne from your Cheers or whatever she was doing. Aphasia. Okay. Well, I'll give it a go if you like. <laughs> please, please. Okay. So, okay. Hello, how can I help you? Yes. Uh, tell him that Bond is here. James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> How long exactly have you been practicing saying that? Months, years? Oh, Louise. Oh, man. Let me do that again another time. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Louise Taranti, thank you so much for being in the Recruiter's Lounge. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Jim. I've really enjoyed chatting with you. Same here. Well, that's it for this show. You've been a wonderful audience. If you like what you heard, love what you heard, or <laughs> just plain hate what you just heard, uh, let me know. Your feedback matters. You can reach me through my website at jimstroud.com slash podcast. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D dot com slash podcast. So until next time, I'm Jim Stroud, and you're not. Radio, radio, radio Innovative audio on demand. And so this ends this edition of the Retro Lounge, home of classic episodes of the Recruiter's Lounge podcast. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe now so you don't miss a future episode. Okay, cool. Until next time, bye-bye. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise, and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.